This time on Matters. My European vacation. W. Axel Rose. All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to you. I am Matt Noss with me at the table, my best friend in the whole wide world. If it isn't Matt Rose, how you doing, Matty? It is Matt Rose. Hello. Buddy, we are here for part two of your trip escapade. Yes. But before we do that, uh, before we had the mics going, we were talking a little music, having a little music talk. We were. Talking about guitars, talking about Slash, baby. We were. <laughs> I have more conversations about Slash than I usually think that I'm going to. And then it's like, oh, well, there that goes. Well, here's another conversation about Slash for yeah. the books. <laughs> I just saw this article, and it's kind of what I'm into this week. But I don't know if you've seen this, but there is this thing that's happening across the Midwest where punk bands and bands that are like kind of indie underground bands... Mm-hmm. Are booking shows in chain restaurants? It's, it's like it's like a like a fr- Fridays, yeah, like, like Denny's. Oh, like they're clearing out all the tables in the Denny's, and over the banquets they're putting the stage, and then the band is playing, and people are like the teenagers are losing their minds. A band oh. called Wacko just played. On the 9th of December in a Denny's. And, like, this crowd went off. Oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, I guess I haven't been to a Denny's in a couple decades. So I don't I don't really know how how busy they are. But, I mean, they're still old white people. So there's got to be This is like a there. midnight show. It's like an 11 oh. p.m. show. But, I mean, they would have to, like... Shut down to get all that stuff moved out. They're they're. I would I would hope that they're making their money on that. I mean, I would think that it has to be under the guise of an owner operating situation, mm-hmm. whereas the franchisee who's like, I need another way to make money. This restaurant's dead. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you remember when we used to go to Denny's? Yes. So Matt and I used to go to Denny's uh, on Friday nights uh, because this <laughs> this this one time we went to the Denny's that was over by Lakeside Mall. Yep, and we had this really cool waitress, and <laughs> I don't know if you remember this or not, but. Uh, so we had this really cool waitress and I was like, she really reminds me of Chinha, who was, who was a neighbor of mine and is, you know, someone that we knew in school. And Matt was like, oh, I don't know. Um, and I asked the waitress if, cause she just reminded me a lot of someone that I knew. And she was like, oh yeah, that's my cousin where it was like, whoosh, okay. Like now that I look back at it, it's like, whoosh, now it wasn't racist. <laughs> Oh, I... <laughs> excuse me, Asian person. You look like another Asian person I know. Yeah. <laughs> you remember um, that Bill Paskins dated her, right? Yes. For well, dated is is a stretch, but they did, went out a couple. They times. went out a couple times. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this or not, but afterwards you were kind of annoyed with me, and it was like, 
why are you annoyed with me? And you went, I think she was into us until you said that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I remember it was like Grace. Yeah, Grace. Grace was on high. Grace. Yeah. And uh, she, she was super nice. She and, was and really took, cool. Really cool. And we were high school idiots. Yeah. And I think, I think both of us just being high school idiots uh, definitely soured her, her flavor towards us. <laughs> no, she, she was, I actually saw her a couple years later. My. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, it was not the best exchange I've ever had. Uh, but yeah, so, um, oh, I, I don't think you know that I left her my number once. No, I know. But I not did. but not like it wasn't like in a in a like we should we, date. We, yeah, it was just like, hey, you're really cool, whatever. But you know, now looking back on it, it's like, oh no, that went straight in the garbage. Uh. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um But so a couple years later, uh because um her cousin, uh, who was a friend of mine, uh worked at a Chinese restaurant um that do you remember that one place where we used to rent porn? Yeah, that the one on the, Van Dyke? No, the one that was uh, shut down by the FBI. <laughs> you don't remember that place? No, I remember... There was there was a place that was like on Shaner or Hayes and 22. Oh, we never really... That wasn't like a regular haunt. Well, true. That true. was like But there a, was a Chinese restaurant in that same complex. Yes. And a new Great Wall. That's what it was. And so I used to go there, um, and you know, Chinha would work, so she would she would come and she would sit in the booth when there weren't customers, and we would hang out. Uh, and this one time, um, Yuki had come back with me. Uh, Yuki, who was a friend of mine uh, from from college, had come back for the weekend, and uh, we went up to New Great Wall to get some food, and Chinha was there, and Grace stopped by. And it was like, oh, hey, hey, how's it going? But at this point, I was like full-on gothic mat. <laughs> right. And she was not – she was just like, oh, you looked so much better before. <laughs> and like kind no of like – filter. Yeah, where it was just like, cool. Nice to see you too. <laughs> Um, what the fuck did you but, do to yourself? But luckily, the the owner was also there, um, and the owner spoke a little Japanese. I, I don't remember exactly why he spoke Japanese. Hopefully, it wasn't because of a bad reason. But uh, but he was he was just talking to Yuki, like trying to talk to Yuki in Japanese, and then she was like, "I speak English also." <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the last time that I ever saw Grace, and it was like. Oh, well, you're not as nice as I remember you. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. Well, if at least we got those chicken tenders and or cheese sticks. Oh, yeah, we got all the cheese sticks and chicken tenders and also pops. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, she was she was very nice to a bunch of high school dum-dums. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, and I mean, also, you know, I know that I'm a bit much, all right? Yeah. So well, Gothic Matt was was 200% too much. Well, this is also, I'm also too much. Well, that's why we have a podcast. Man. That's correct, because we have to be too much together. Yes. The name of our Pal Patrol. Yes, Pal Patrol. Our Pal Patrol album is Too Much Together. Oh, I thought it was It's a Guy Thing. It's a Guy Thing. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It is Pal Patrol. It's a Guy Thing. A touch too much. A touch too much. <laughs> <laughs> Denim vests. Oh, uh, yeah. Maddie. Yeah. The last time we talked, you had gone business class to Europe. Oh man, yeah, yeah. That I told you about the cocktails, right? That they greeted you with yeah, they cocktails. Fucking greet you with cocktails? Where like I. I <laughs> I, I I think I was like right about to ask how much is this, uh, and then and then you know my mom was just like shut up you're embarrassing me. <laughs> uh, so they they bring Bellinis, um, and you said that you knew that your mom was was going say- to say, like as soon as the Bellini met her lips, mine are better. And I mean to be fair, my moms are way better, but you know they're fucking mixing these in a fucking airplane. Take it down a notch, mom. <laughs> if you can, if you can fly an airplane and make a Bellini, then you have them beat. <laughs> uh, I mean, granted, you know, I'm sure the pilot isn't coming out and mixing those cocktails. Oh yeah, he's like, I'm a, I have a peach farm. <laughs> uh, but you know, they were free booze, serviceable, serviceable. You know, it's not like I took one sip and like spit it back in the glass. You know, I I sipped it and it was like, hey, all right, not bad. You know, not my mom's Bellinis, but you know, not bad. So I I drank mine, um, and then my mom drank hers. (laughs) Like, if you don't like it, mom, give it to me. Come on. She's like, I didn't say that. I just said they weren't. Just give me, just give me the glass. (laughs) You're hurting me. Matthew, enough. <laughs> uh, but it's so, you know it's serious when your mom says your full name. Yeah, yeah Matthew, Matthew, enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, so yeah, they um then they like come around, and uh, I think that's when you get your first round of drinks. So you get greeted with a cocktail and then your first round of drinks. I think so. Uh, it, it depends on if you get an appetizer. Right. Uh, because it, like it's basically it all depends snacks on, anytime. Yeah, it all depends on the flight. Uh, but on the way there, we did not get the appetizer, but I think we got drinks and then we got our meal. Uh, and I was able to go on the Delta app and like, um, you know, check. Vegetarian. Well, check vegetarian on dairy. Um. So they had a flavorless mush for me. <laughs> oh, do you want this oat patty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, an oat patty would have been a step up. Uh, no, it was like, I don't know. This mush bowl. Basmati rice and chickpeas and like a very mild sauce where it really, yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's funny. Um, well, when I was in China, we flew China East Air or something like that. Mm-hmm. And China is like. China Air today is like Pan Am mm. of the fifties, but still, oh my, but still today, okay. But like with, let me rephrase that. They want to be Pan Am of the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. but they have the money of spirit 
Oh, no. And the technology of a train station. <laughs> oh, shit. So it's like every flight is late. Mm-hmm. It's late to take off. It's late to land. It's late, period. I mean, a lot of that can be the airport, too. Well, in China, um, China Air, in general, they have laws for how many planes can be in the air at once. Mm. But they have more people who need... so. But they book more planes than can be in the air. Uh, okay, it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's it's pure. Ma- it's the most Chinese thing in the world. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense, but everybody agreed to it. Let's go. <laughs> that's what that's what we want. Cool. Yeah, that's China. <laughs> uh, so after after dinner, they then bring you more drinks. And then they'll bring dessert, but like their dessert is always fucking ice cream. Like, come on, guys, get it together. Yeah, ain't uh, got a ain't got a fucking mung bean back there. <laughs> what is that mung bean? <laughs> I know you guys. <laughs> that's what drunk Mac gets up. I know you got that mung bean back there. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> just starts pawing through all the shelves they have back there. The fuck's that mung bean? <laughs> Don't and... touch! Don't touch me! Just, I feel it's judged, and I don't want to be judged. I'm, I, 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 I just want to mung bean. You know you have it. <laughs> you know you. And what I really mean is like red bean paste yeah, and matcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mochi. Is it, is matcha it? is tea. Mochi, mochi is the, okay. the yeah the yeah the the actually the first time that I ever had uh, red bean in mochi was with Chenha. She had some at oh, her house, so fucking good. and she was like, "Do you want any?" And I was like, "I don't I don't know what it is." And she's like, "It's a dessert. You'll like it." And I had it, and it was like, "It's so sweet. It's so good." Yeah, but like not sweet in like a British way, or not sweet in, in even an like an American way. It's just like it's sweet, but then you have sesame seeds on it, and you're like. I went to uh, Noble Fish today. Oh, no way. And it's redone. I don't yeah. know if you've been in there since it's been redone. But I haven't. basically but... tripled the size of their sushi counter. Holy and now smoke. it's basically a sit-down restaurant in there. So you have uh, the grocery store, which is yeah. now actually shoppable. <laughs> and, uh, and they have a really nice... So they must have really reorganized it. Yeah, well, they, they bought the place next to them and knocked the wall down. Oh. Oh, I didn't know they bought the place next. It to might them. even be the two places that were next to them—the tea place and the cleaner. Oh I wow! Think that were there. They okay. bought both of them. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, now they can buy Black Lotus too. That's out of business. And there's already somebody coming in. Oh no way! I think it's another brew pub. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, so why you landed in UK? No, no, we landed in Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, and I I took an Ativan, I took a Trazodone, and I took booze, and I still could not sleep on a plane. It's the worst. It is. It is what it is. I I just accept now that I cannot sleep on a plane for more than fifteen minutes. Like I will doze off and then wake right back up because someone farts or right. sneezes or whatever. Yeah, and I mean my mom. As quiet as a church mouse, so I it wasn't her. I was able to sleep back from China because that's a sixteen hour flight. Oof! 
and eventually you just give up. Yep. Like it doesn't matter. You'd have the worst sleep you've ever had. Mm-hmm. But we've done red eyes from Arizona Oof. and it's like I can't I can't. I can't fucking I did a red eye from LA. <sighs> and man, did that suck. I, I got sick. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't, I went from the plane directly to work. Yeah, that's what I did when. Uh, oh man, Matt, uh, when I came back from Yuki's wedding in L.A., I left. I'm sorry, it wasn't a red eye. I left at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. and I got back to Michigan in the morning. Uh, so I got back to Detroit Airport. Um, and. I ended up driving back to Kalamazoo and then working a full day and then going to bed that night. I just power through. Like when when we landed in Amsterdam, um we had I think two hours, three 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 hours in Amsterdam. And then we flew to Basel and my sister who um who flies a lot. Uh, and my mom, who flies pretty frequently uh, internationally, um, my sister was like, you just have to power through. If you take a nap, that's where you fail because then your body is right back to where it was. But if – like just just follow my lead. Stay up until we go to bed tonight. And I was like, I'm already there. Don't worry. <laughs> There's no sleep coming. Yeah, no, uh, you know, my, I'm, my body's so weird where it's just, it's stubborn when it comes to that. And what, it's either, nope, not going to sleep or, <laughs> you know, like I'll be sitting there watching TV and I will be fighting falling asleep and then by the you know by the time i wake up the show's over and i think you know why didn't you just pause it and go go take a nap or there's just i'll be sitting in bed wide awake staring at the ceiling thinking you know why am i even here so i kind of i i have started just napping once like I start to nod off during a TV show. It's like, all right, pause, <laughs> take take a take a quick snooze. But uh, the the not being able to sleep, yeah, and usually trazodone takes care of that, but it didn't this time. No, no. Uh, it's so now there's, you're just, like, there's too much going on. I think that's the problem. Now you're fucking wired. Yeah, and now you've landed and you're in Amsterdam. Yeah, you got to kill two hours. Uh, well, my sister. Did you have to clear uh, customs there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's part of the eurozone. Once you go through the eurozone, you don't have to go through it in any of the other countries. That's so nice. yeah, we sure. But Brexit makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's get yeah. Brexit done. What a <laughs> shitty fucking slogan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not as bad as make America great again. Take that politics. <laughs> uh, it's all a nightmare. Um, <laughs> so worst timeline. <laughs> we are in the darkest timeline. Um, 
So my sister is like a Delta Sky Perks member or whatever. So KL, I think it's KLM. Yep. Uh, they're Sky Partners. Yep. So we got to go there and, uh, you know, have their buffet or whatever. But just a, just a tip for anyone who has never been to Switzerland, France, or Germany. Everything is made with butter. It does not matter what it is. You could get fucking steak. Guess what? There's butter in that steak. It doesn't matter what it is. There's there's butter. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I did find things to eat in the airport. But whatever it doesn't matter we went to uh to basel switzerland we uh so why did you start there in particular reason or is that just where your sister and mom wanted to go that is just where we started uh they're apparently known for their christmas markets and so that is why we were i like that you're yawning 28 I, million you're gonna have damn. so much fucking fun editing this edit no episode. i'm i'm i mean i'm gonna I, well dude i edit you know, you you laugh. I edit out every single sniff, cough, <laughs> pop. I I try to edit everything out that I can because I'm a crazy person. And as soon as I hear um or like 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 I just said like I edit out so many likes ums ands um five like, minutes just, of just oh five minutes minimum and one of us will undoubtedly yeah it's like i can't edit this out because this is me talking about the editing process right we got to leave this in yeah whole cloth yeah this is behind the curtain how how the sausage sausage is made made. (laughs) which i think we've done 70 million times So they have open air Christmas markets. Yes, open air Christmas markets uh, in Basel, in Strasbourg, in Frankfurt, in Mainz. We went to the first one. Geez, once we landed in Basel and we took the bus to the other bus and whatever, we got to the hotel, which was a very nice hotel. Um, we put all our stuff away. We, I don't know, did whatever we had to do. And then we just went out and looked around Basel. Basel was a very, we were only in one part of Basel. So I can't say that Basel was a very quaint town or whatever, because Basel is probably much larger than the area where we were. Uh, but the area where we were was really, really cool. And when you think of a small, well, not a small Alpine village, but it's just what you think of when you think of like a Swiss town, you know, an old Swiss town uh, with the old buildings and you know the narrow streets and stuff but there were still you know 
stores that like high end fashion type stores that I recognized and, and all that, you know, and there was, there was still all that. Uh, it was, it was really cool to be in Switzerland because it seemed like the Swiss gave up on having an identity, <laughs> like at least in Basel, because they're so close to Italy. They're so close to France. They're so close to Germany that when like whenever someone walked in, they just kind of waited for you to talk to them <laughs> to see which language they needed to speak. Um, and th- we had reservations this one night to go to this restaurant, Casanova, which was fantastic. Loved it. Food was so good. And there was a bar next door. And so this is the first time that I've ever been in Europe. And my mom and my sister have been to Europe many times. My sister just decided to throw me to the wolves and say, all right, um, we're going to go next door. We're going to get the table because we had like reservations. Uh, you stay here and you check out and do whatever. And it was like, well, all right, I got it. No problem. I always have Google Translate or whatever. And, you know, I mean, the, the waiter spoke English. It wasn't a big deal. But the table next to us, uh, they had just sat down as my mom and my sister left. And so I was just waiting for the waiter to come back, you know, to, to make the universal check please sign. And they were an Italian family. Didn't speak more than five words of English. Um, but everybody apparently thought I was German. They would look at me and they would just start speaking German. And it was like, <laughs> um, you know, spricken English. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this family just asked me if they could take a chair. And so I, you know, just moved the chair for him and said, you know, yeah, go ahead. Just as a reflex. Uh, and then uh, they had their daughter with her. And so, like, the parents started talking to the daughter. And the daughter was like, I don't speak enough English to talk to this guy. <laughs> uh, but so they, they, like, tried talking in a couple different languages to me. And it was like, I tried as best I could. But I don't speak German. I don't speak French. Uh, but we figured it out. And it was it was a lot of fun. Like there was there was no like frustration or anything. It was just all right. That didn't work. What will work? <laughs> but it was just you know human gestures. Yeah, and- yeah. There was yeah. And my sister told me this uh, before we went that there's just if, if if they don't speak English and you can't communicate what you want to them in their language, <clears throat> there's just a lot of pointing and nodding. And gestures in general until the, you know, the commerce is made. Uh, That's China. Yeah. Point in picture, yep. uh, picture on, on menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And I got really good at thanking people uh, or excusing myself. <laughs> like in, uh, in, in Peru, at least I was able to excuse myself a little better because I could say more, but when when I was in uh, Switzerland, I was never really sure which way to say excuse me or thank you because everywhere you went, people were speaking multiple languages. It, it, you know, I, I don't even really know if they 
especially where they are. I don't really know if anyone has a particular language because a lot of people that live in France work in Basel and a lot of people that live in Germany work in Basel. And so they just kind of have to know, <laughs> know both and also English, which is apparently like the lingua franca <laughs> um, for a lot of a lot of those places. <clears throat> so you'll be at the Christmas markets and someone speaks German, someone speaks French, but they don't speak, you know, German or French to each other, then they'll speak English to each other. And it's so weird. <laughs> They're like, how much? Yeah. <laughs> Just watching two robots interact. Yeah. <laughs> $2. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I miss my family. <laughs> I must go now. Um, Thank but, you, commerce. <laughs> one thing that I, I did notice uh, in... Europe was how much cheaper scotch is. Mm. They don't have the tariffs we do. You're closer to the source as well. Well, yeah. Um, I got, I think it was like McAllen was nine bucks. Fuck. Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, but I, I really liked Basil. I think that maybe the reason why I liked Basil as much as I did is because it was the first place we went. Yeah. Uh, but it was also just more quaint and plus if you get your sea legs in a place it's it endears your it endears itself to you yeah yeah i can definitely i can definitely see that we didn't have to deal with the the level of crowds we did in the other cities Basel, the Christmas markets in Basel were not so overcrowded that you couldn't move. But then we went to Strasbourg. And Strasbourg was really cool. I really liked Strasbourg. But it was way more people. Just... Orders of magnitude, more people, uh, because it's such a bigger city than at least the area where we were was so much bigger, and it was it was cool in its own way. I, our our hotel was really nice. The the you know I, when I talked to a few people when I got back they asked about the french and if they were rude and i was like no they really weren't rude at all you know i i was oh i always felt like i was the rude one when i didn't understand what they said asking if they spoke english because you know if if well, I mean, if someone was in the United States and they asked me if I spoke a different language, I wouldn't be offended or anything. I would just feel bad because I couldn't speak it. Right. <laughs> but just everybody was – everybody in every country was very nice. Uh, I felt like the people in Basel were nicest, but there were very nice people in Strasbourg, and we were in Strasbourg longer than we were in Basel. And what was 
one of the most fun things for me was being able to go up to a glue vine stand and order the glue vine and not have them say English. <laughs> that was always like, I did my job. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you would go up and uh, in Strasbourg, God, I think it was... God, I don't even remember how how I ordered the glue vine in in, uh, in Strasbourg, but when I was in Mainz or Frankfurt or um, Basel, you would you know you would say you know rot or uh, Weiss because it's either red or white. Um, and so uh, I also didn't know because I forgot uh, <laughs> glorious bastards that signing three the way Americans sign three might not necessarily ring that true to them but if you do three yeah with the thumb middle finger and index finger that's three so i would just walk up and i would say you know drei and they would you know say mm? you know like what kind red or white and you would just say like oh you know drei rot and then they listen to the listen to you <laughs> that beautiful accent uh and then well and it's Bro. loud as fuck too so you would just so you really do have to like have your hand up and like yeah Dry. I wrote, yeah and then and then they'll bring you the three and then they'll tell you uh that you know there's a deposit on these and if you bring and you, you by this point i'm like i know i know and then they're like oh english and it's like well, I, I know there's a deposit don't worry about it uh god what would uh, I think you say depot or something like that. And then they're like, okay, all right. And they just give you the glasses. <laughs> but uh, I had I had more glue vine than I think I'm ever going to have in my entire life. I think I am done with glue vine. So glue vine is like a local wine? Uh, no, glue vine is uh, mulled wine. Oh. Huge at Christmas markets. Uh, it is a hot mulled wine, which I um, – it so – Not the, my favorite. Hot drinks in general. I'm not a warm beverage man. Ah, I think you know that. Well, neither am I. I, Well, you like tea. You're a tea guy. But I drink iced tea. See, I did not know that. Yeah, I, um, if I drink a warm beverage, I start to sweat. Really? Yeah, so when I'm at work, I have two glasses. I have, (laughs) I have my tumbler that I want at work that I fill with ice and then I have my actual like stainless steel thing that I make my tea in. Um, cause I have like a teapot at work. So I, I get the hot water and then I pour it into my stainless steel thing. I let it steep and then I pour it into the tumbler with the ice and then I drink it. Cause if I were to drink hot coffee or hot tea all day, I'd, I'd be sweaty well, and gross. And I don't, I don't, I don't want that. Cause I already, when I leave my car from the parking lot, um, you know, that's that's like a – for me, it's a five-minute walk. For most people, it's a 10 to 15-minute walk. Uh, you got I, the hot foot on it. I, well, you know me. I walk fast. Uh, I'm wearing my jacket, and I'm wearing a hoodie, and then I'm wearing my work clothes. And so by underneath. the time you get to your desk, you're sweating like a maniac. Not yet. Not yet. But I am generating heat. So I take my jacket off, I take my hoodie off, 
And then I I always wear – so the, the shirt that I'm wearing now, I'm wearing a button-up shirt, and then I have a T-shirt underneath it. When I get to work, I take the button-up off, and I just have my T-shirt on. And then I wait for my body to cool down. And then if I start to get chilly, I put the button up on. Or if I have to go to another floor or go a to meeting a meeting or whatever, or whatever. I yeah, I, I put it on. But I, I got used to that when I was a contractor. I, um, ben, the the one guy that I that I worked with, um, I asked him, you know, kind of what the what the dress code policy was, and he was like, if you're not in meetings where you need to be seen, don't worry about it. If you need to be on a video call. Have a button-up shirt on. You could be wearing shorts. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter because no one's ever going to see you. But if you're at a client, tend to so dress. So you sat a lot of meetings in a button-up dong out. Yep. Oh yeah, I was Donald Ducking it hard. <laughs> <laughs> really, we need the poo in it. <laughs> so you have your glue vine. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we would we would drink a lot of glue vine, and you know, it's a couple years. I think it's like three euros or and when we were in Frankfurt or no, when we were in Basel, it would be Franks when we were in Strasbourg and uh, Germany, it was euros. Uh, but the, the, the Frank is so strong that they don't need no fucking euro. <laughs> That's crazy. It's yeah, kind of I mean, like Swi- the Switzerland's economy is so strong. Yeah. That they, they're just like, no, we don't need your euro. We'll take them, but we don't need them. Uh, so yeah, you just, you, you get francs and then you spend your francs. So I, uh, luckily I was able to spend my last franc at the hotel on a drink, um, as a, as a tip, I think. But yeah, Strasbourg was, was really cool and old and there's a river running through the, the town kind of like with Basel. So I got a lot of really good pictures. Um, I, I mean, you saw the pictures, you it looked great. Yeah, it, it it was it was a really cool trip, and we had a lot of really good food. And there were a lot of places that I just couldn't eat anything. So we had to, we really had to look, uh, just because you know dairy will make me will make me really sick. And since I was staying in the same room with my mom and my sister. I didn't. I didn't want to wake him up at all hours with you like a fucking listen uh, cacophony in the bathroom. So, yeah. and they appreciated that because they heard enough as it was. Um, but the you know we we talked to the concierge and the concierge uh, would luckily would make the calls for us so that we didn't have to embarrass ourselves. Um, but you know, we went to some we went to some really cool places, had some good food. Uh mines we didn't get to go to as many cool restaurants. Um it seemed like there were a lot of places to eat, but because I think mines is so popular for Christmas markets, there were so many people from out of town. Oh wow! That it was just booked up solid everywhere you went. So we kind of had slim pickings. We didn't really think that part um, too too far ahead. But um, it was it was really cool to see 
some areas that are just older than our entire country. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Detroit, granted, Detroit's older than our entire country, too, but... um, Yeah, but this is, like, way older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these these are these are areas that are, yeah, far older. I mean, we were, we, we went into uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral in Strasbourg, which was amazing. Just, you, you look at how huge these buildings were and there were there were huge churches and mines in, in Frankfurt as well and you you have to think you know when when for lack of a better term but when the peasants were coming from all over right and this was the largest thing they had ever seen in their entire lives you know this man-made peak it, it, you know, it, it really be... would have been just awe-inspiring. I mean, you know, as as a person who has seen really tall buildings, who works in a really tall building, seeing these mammoth structures and just knowing every single facet of it was was made by hand. You know, it's it's crazy, and I got really good, really good pictures of of how beautiful it is inside you know when they allowed you to take pictures inside it was it was just was that your stomach nope was it, oh man it must have been my stomach it sounded like a door upstairs oh i thought it was a stomach uh you know when when we were in strasburg uh right outside of our hotel was a was an old church and we went in, and this was the size of like a, a larger church in Detroit, not quite the size of St. Josephat, but you know, a, a big a, church. A, a, yeah, a big church. And we went in, and I mean, this was this was an old church. Don't get me wrong; I think it was probably quite a bit older than St. Josephat. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. This was like from the 1500s or something. But <coughs> it was cool to be able to go back into parts of this church that were like really dark. And this particular one wasn't in the same state of repair as the more famous ones. But it was really cool to get to go back and see all the different parts and you know, to, to imagine the same thing, to imagine, you know, that you were, you were not able to go to, um, Paris, Notre, Notre Dame or, or, or wherever, you know, this was, this was still quite a sight. I mean, you know, it was a Protestant church, so not as ornate as a Catholic church. I mean, that's not a slam on Protestants, isn't it? <sighs> Well, you know what? Go to a Catholic church like Notre Dame, and then uh, yeah. and then go to a fucking Protestant church. You'll you'll see, Matt. <laughs> yes. No, that was one of the tenants. <laughs> There's a story um, from Historic Trinity where when they they were doing services, the this is how like hard those lines are. Mm -hmm. This was like back when the church first started. They had candles lit, and the congregation lost their mind. Like, what are we Catholic? Like oh, candles, man. just 
fucking and candles. candles to ornate. To ornate. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, I guess when you're... I guess when you're coming out of a divorce that bitter. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't a good time. No. no. So... What was the last city that you were in? Was it Frankfurt? No, that was. Uh, um, we actually were never in. We didn't stay in Frankfurt. We stayed in Mainz, and, and we took flew the, out. And, of no, we took the train into Frankfurt for a day. Ah, and then went back, and then took the train back, and then we just took a car service to the uh, to the Frankfurt airport and flew out of Frankfurt. Nice, yeah. I'm sure that that ran with efficiency of which you have never seen before in your life. No. Crushing, it, oppressive German efficiency. You would be surprised. <laughs> Just. The, the train ran pretty on time. That was within like a minute, which, you know, was actually pretty impressive that it was within a minute. I was, I guess, kind of surprised by how much people still smoked in France and Germany. Yeah, still a lot of, still it's like a lot they didn't people, get the memo. No, no. Uh, well, I mean, you know, they also have like public health care, so I guess if they get cancer, it's who cares? Yeah, it's yeah. Well, that's I mean, really it's not flippant. quite. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's incredibly flippant. But it, it, I, I think that Frankfurt probably had the largest Christmas market that we saw. I would, but we, I would think that we just weren't able to walk at all uh you know i mean f- for one my mom uh her hip she needs surgery on her hip so she was walking with a cane the whole time so we didn't want to go too far without stopping i would imagine and this is just me imagining that eventually everything just starts to look like wally Bronner. like mm-hmm. you're just everything like, uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. If you have seen one Christmas market, you have seen every Christmas market that has ever existed. Right. But there are still unique things in some of those Christmas markets. Absolutely. Uh, In the Strasbourg Christmas market, for instance, there were some bakeries that I did not see anywhere else. And from being perfectly honest, the bakeries in Europe are really, really nice. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, top shelf. I can't have. I think I could have like three things in the one bakery uh, where my sister was like, just, just put it all on a plate. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of the stuff looked really good too. I, I wish I could have had it. Uh, I, it it's a, the, they were great places to get pictures. You yes. know, I, 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 I was able to get some really great pictures. I think I didn't, share all of them some of them i kept for myself but it was it was really cool to see all these places that either i had seen you know on like a travel blog or that i just kind of had you know an amalgam formed in my head from you know i don't know european vacation or whatever it was it was really cool i i had a really good time i and flight back wasn't too terrible well we left at 7 a.m <laughs> cool yeah we uh we had an early flight but we wanted to get back 
at a reasonable time. So I was up. Jeez. Here, I, I basically. I was basically up here at midnight. Or no, probably 11 p.m. And then flew, got here at 2 p.m. Stayed up until, yeah, I think I went to bed at 10. I think I was. I was going to say like 10 is probably as far as you could make it in general. You probably could have pushed it further and or insomnia would have taken you further. But no, I didn't have to worry about insomnia. I was tired. Uh, But yeah, then I just, I got, I, I woke up at six and got ready for work, went into the office and, you know, I, I just powered through the the Sunday and then that Monday and then everything else just kind of was a little weird until like Thursday and then just right back to back to normal. Yeah, right back to the doldrums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well at least it's dark at four PM. <laughs> yeah. I uh you know, when I get to work in the morning it's dark. You know, I'm I'm walking, I'm walking to, um, the Renaissance center and I'm, you know, I'm looking across the river looking for that sunshine, baby. And it ain't there. Nope. And I leave around three 4 PM. And so you basically got about an hour before, uh, Uh, the other, yeah, yesterday I, I had to work when I got home. So I really didn't get to see daylight. I mean, you know, I work by a window so I can like look out on the Detroit river and I can look, um, you know, like campus marshes and stuff and see some amount of daylight, but it's been really kind of gray lately. Oh, that was one thing. We had maybe one sunny day in Europe the whole time the rest of it was pretty gray and it's like gothic mat would have been like In this is just, this is just everything everything's gray <laughs> but you know like adult mat was like i you know i could have done with like two sunny days you know love to see in the sky that would have been nice i mean we did we did get the one like really beautiful day and i got a lot of really cool pictures from that that's awesome and luckily it only rained like one the one day when we were in Frankfurt. That's not too terrible. No, no, not at all. And we did get to go to this one place. Uh my sister, I think, was getting fed up with various factors of our vacation. And so the the last day she just kind of threw dinner on me and was like, just figure it out. So Hey man, they got open table. <laughs> so I I looked up uh, places and some. I mean, this is how I knew so many places were booked. Is so many places just showed no reservation, right? You know, like if I've if like I tried to like toggle time, toggle person, toggle day, and nothing. Well, no, things would come up when it wasn't what we were looking for. So it was like, all right, well, let's try different numbers. And then, you know, different restaurants would come back. So I looked for three in the area. I searched by proximity and this one place kept coming up Templar and it had times 
across the board. And my sister saw that as a red flag. And I was like, yeah, well, it's either that or we're going to eat in, you know, Hans's chop suey hut. So just figure it out. (laughs) So I got us a reservation at eight and it was 0.3 miles. So, you know, it wasn't that far, but I mean, it's far from my mom. So we didn't want to go too far. So we walked there. We get there. It is a blast furnace inside. It is so hot. And I walk up and I, you know, I say, you know, reserve a oct. And she's like, you have a reservation at eight? And I said, yeah. And she's like, "Uh, our reservation system is completely down. Uh, If you made the reservation online, we don't know about it. And so, like, I showed her on open table, like, yeah, I've got the reservation for eight. And she's like, okay. Let me go talk to a couple tables. It's like not going to happen the way that you think it's going to happen. Yeah, so but she, I might be able to make something. Well, happen. yeah, she said that they, they they had to turn like four or five peop, four or five tables away. Uh, so she's like, we don't have anything right now, but let me go talk to a couple tables. She came back and she said, the one table over there is going to leave in about half an hour. If can you can you wait half an hour? And it just so happened that there was a Christmas market that we had not seen that was right in that area. And so I said, we're just going to go to look in the Christmas markets. And she said, okay, well, come back and, you know, we'll have a a table for you, hopefully. And so we went and we walked around in an area of mines that we did not know was there. So I was actually really happy that we went to Templar because we saw an area of mines that did not look anything like the rest of mines. It looked a lot more to me like Strasbourg than it did mines. And that was really cool to me. And we ended up finding that that was actually the back of the cathedral that we had seen in the like town square. So we had, you know, we, we went to, uh, the the main Christmas market, and we went to the the main cathedral there, and and we just didn't go around the corner, and because of this restaurant made us go all the way down, and then when we came back, we realized, oh shit, that was the other end that we didn't go see, so it was it was really cool, and this was a much smaller market uh, that was that was around the corner, but it forced us to kind of, you know, explore a little more. And I liked it. It was, it was interesting. And the food at at Templar was good. You know, they, it looked like it was a very small shop and they had a lot of tables with not a lot of staff. So So they they were just doing the best they could. Did the best they could. Um, but it was they I don't want to say they bent over backwards, but I left them a very good review <laughs> on uh oh god. An open table. Um no, I don't think it was open or table. Trip advisor? It wasn't TripAdvisor, it was I think Google. Oh wow. Like, you know, Google Google Maps uh would say, Hey, I saw that you were here. Care to leave a review? And I'd be like, you know, actually I would like to leave a review. I left a review at a, at a bunch of different places and, you know, um, 
I, I would say, you know, that they were very accommodating for, for the non-English speaking or the, for the English speaking, non, non-German or French speaking people. And, you know, that the food was very good the service was very good, et cetera, et cetera. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, we also went to a couple museums. We went to the, um, the Frankfurt Art Museum, which was, which was cool. Uh, but we, didn't want to spend too long there because we left my mom in the cafe. Uh, <laughs> I, I got tickets for all three of us. And then my mom decided once we got inside that she wasn't going to walk around, that she was going to go sit in the cafe. And it was like, that was like 20 bucks, but okay. <laughs> well, that's money I'll never see again. <laughs> if you change your mind, could you please just sit in front of a piece of art? But yeah. Could you, could you just go look at a painting? Uh, but we also went to the Gutenberg Museum, which is in Mainz, because that's where Gutenberg was from. And they had a couple Gutenberg Bibles, and they had just all kinds of stuff on movable type. It was really cool. And they actually had a movable type demonstration. Uh, they had one in German, and I think one in French, and one in English. And we went to the English one, obviously. And it was really cool. It was really cool to, to hear them talk about what the the actual like Gutenberg press came from, which was a wine press. So it was because of the Romans that the Germans figured out a movable type like that. It was it was really it was really cool. That's of course, but it's like oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you had a great trip, Manny. It was, it was, it was, it was a great trip, and I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to my next trip. I don't know when it is, but I know that it's going to be within the next six months. Um, just have to figure out what it's going to be. Maybe Argentina. I don't know. We'll see. Well, let's take a quick break. Yes, and we'll be back with more matters after this. Welcome back to Matters. You've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week. Um, would you like to go first? I have I one will, as well. I will go first. Perfect. Watchmen on HBO. I got to watch this. I haven't seen it yet. Everybody's raving about it. They, I, I, I know that a lot of people like saw that Damon Lindelof was involved. And they're like, ooh, you know... He does stuff with J.J. Abrams, and J.J. Abrams is somehow the devil for some reason because he has lens flares. I don't know. People, people are, are weird. weird. People are weird. Um, but I thought that they had an almost impossible task of adapting. Because it's not particularly the comic book or the movie that we've already seen. No, no. This is This is all after that it's and present day is my in their timeline yes yeah it is it's it's yeah it's 29 because the original watchman took place in the 80s 85 yep i'm pretty sure it's 85 i uh, yeah they well and there were some people who were like oh they're throwing shade at, uh, at Zack snyder's watchman and uh 
he, Linda Love actually went on the record and was like, actually, no, we're not. Uh, you know, we, we have a lot of respect for the fact that Zach took something that couldn't even be told in mini mini series format and turned it into a two hour and 40 minute movie. You know, there's in no way are we throwing shade at him or or his Watchmen movie. I did too. I thought that they had an impossible task and they did, they did the absolute and I actually got in an argument with someone on Twitter. It wasn't like a like you're stupid. No, you're stupid argument. But it was just a back and forth with a with a, a guy on Twitter um, that I follow because he was talking about how like Zack Snyder totally missed the point of Watchmen, and I was like, okay, I'll bite. How? And it was just the the back and forth of oh well he missed this and he missed that and I was like but he didn't and this is why yeah you know, so it was actually like you know a conversation and right. just you're dumb no you're dumb right uh but he he was in the uk so you know it, it was much later for him than it was for me so the conversation stopped but it i think that the watchman movie was the best you're ever gonna get for a watchman movie you know, some people might say, well, but it was still this or that. And, you know, okay, fine. Go make a better one. Otherwise, shut up. <laughs> you know, a lot of people slam Zack Snyder for good or bad. And I have really liked some of his movies. I have called into question some of the choices that he has made, even in those movies that I liked. But he did an almost, like, panel for panel or panel for shot version of Watchmen. I mean, you know, he left out the the Black Freighter and he he changed the ending to something yeah. that I think was more plausible, but I like where I like where the show has gone and since you haven't seen it, I don't want to but it's a must watch. Ooh, I would I would say that if you read Watchmen or if you liked the Watchmen movie, both will like this. They took the original material and moved it in a direction that I think is quite faithful to the original. It doesn't it doesn't have a bunch of winks and nods and stuff like that. It's just it seems to me that it went in the direction that the original Watchmen would have. And I mean, I, you know, I've, I've read a a bunch of articles and they're all like, this is the one time Alan Moore was wrong that the adaptation would not equal the original. Uh, And yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, obviously he's never going to admit that something that was adapted from his work was in any way competent, but no, I mean, I that's, mean, that's why his name isn't on it. And it's only Dave Gibbons because he won't let his name be on any of his adaptations. Like, I think he actually will threaten to Legal. sue them if they leave his name on. Really? Mm-hmm. He's, wow. He's, yeah, he's, he's persnickety. A, that is an understatement as far as, as I hear from Alan Moore. But, I mean, he also has written some fucking awesome comics, so... 
I, I tend to I tend to leave him alone and just let him ruminate. <laughs> maybe him that be. will maybe that will lead to a a good comic coming out. I don't know. How uh, about you, Maddie? Season four, Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, I've been it's, more. It's it's been this it's been ridiculous. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, the episode five. Wait, have you seen it? What's what's episode five? Um, Battle Star Rick Lactica. It's the time travel episode. Okay, I'm not ruining anything by saying that. Um, other than that, they do a time travel episode when they say that they're never going to do it. It is so preposterous and wonderful, and I, I the show now has so many episodes that they're. It seems like they're just taking their time. Yeah. Um, which is great. But I was guffawing at how preposterous this episode was. God, I'm trying to think of if I watched it. It was last Sunday's. Well, we should wrap this up. Yeah. And then we can watch it. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, anything else, Benny? that I can think of aside from uh, Merry Christmas. Merry everybody. Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I hope uh, everyone has a, a... I hope everyone had a good 2019 and I hope everyone has a better 2020. Please. And uh, you can get in contact with us at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at Matt Noss on Twitter. I am at Karate Dracula on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. The Screen. Christmas tree. Christmas tree. <laughs>